Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. We all want to have a quality life, but we run into difficult situations all the time. This is the podcast to help you understand what it really means to have a quality life, and then to create and maintain that life by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more information at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. I hope that you enjoy the show and share this with your social circles. My name is Joshua Rivers, and this is the eighth episode, and we've been able to have some incredible episodes so far. And I'm so excited about the possibilities that we can be able to have in the future as well. I know I have a couple interviews lined up, and I'm looking forward to being able to share those with you. Last week, I was able to speak with Chris Licardo about preparing to attend an event or a conference. And to me, that was an exciting opportunity. He's someone that I've looked up to for uh, quite a while now. And I've been participating in his blog and commenting and sharing things there and interacting with him and the other commenters as well. And so I was able to speak with him and interview him last episode. And uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he is... Uh, someone that has worked with Dave Ramsey's team for over 12 years. I can't remember the exact amount of time, but I believe it's over 12. And during that time, he's put together and spoken at dozens or even hundreds of events. So he knows a lot about events and conferences and things to be able to improve uh, what you get there and how you're able to interact with others that are there as well and so he shared some fantastic advice if you haven't listened to that yet I would definitely encourage you to go back and listen to that uh, that is episode number seven and you can access that by going to quality um, to the website at qualitylivingmadesimple.com and you can be able to look it up there and Let's see, I also shared a few other resources on the blog at the end of last week to be able to help prepare for events and so some things that I found to be able to help myself prepare, but then also to be able to share that with you. And I also had promised that there would be a list of action items that I had put together as a result of the interview and the advice I'd gotten and the other resources. And so I was going to share that just on the blog last week, but I decided I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to share it on the podcast as well. And so I'm sharing that today. And so, but I'll get to that here in just a minute. Before I get to that, I want to kind of do a little bit of a recap of some of the things I started to share back in the first episode. And then I'm going to get into a little bit of new content to add to that. And so back in that first episode, I started a little series based on uh, the book Joshua. And the verse particularly was in chapter 11, verse 15. And it talks about Joshua and what he did. And it made an incredible statement about him that it says that he left nothing undone. And so we can see an incredible statement there that was made about him. And so with that, I decided uh, years ago to be able to start to study a little bit more about the life of the Joshua and some of the things that we can learn. And so I uh, actually started this kind of based on another series. It was actually just a three-point message that I had heard um, a while back. And so that kind of started this, and I expanded it and uh, done a lot more work to it. 
And so I started sharing some of those things and we talked about priorities. And so I shared some very basic things there about the fact that life is too short to do everything that we're supposed to do or that we want to do. And so something has to be left undone. And so we talked about some different things about that and we came to the conclusion that the important things have to be done on purpose. We can't just leave it the chance. We can't just wake up and assume that everything is just going to happen. We have to do those things on purpose. And then I also shared my personal list of priorities. And number one on that list was God. And so God comes first in my life. And so if uh, you don't happen to believe in God, that's uh, up to you. But for me, God is someone that comes first. And so my relationship with him needs to come first. And then immediately after that is my family. And so I definitely place a high value on my family, my wife being number one, and then my children, and then the rest of my family as well. And so I place a high value on that, being able to spend some time with them, be able to have some quality time. And then number three on my list is church. And so I... Uh, that's separate from my relationship with God, although it kind of goes together in some aspects there. Uh, but just the fact of going to church and serving in church and things like that is, is very important. Uh, but I also want to make sure that I keep everything in perspective. Uh, number four is work. And so the physical um, and or mental work that I do. And so getting out there and uh, making some money to be able to provide for my family and for uh, the other needs that uh, come across there. Then also on my priorities, number five is others. And so uh, there's the family that I mentioned and all these other, uh, and, then, and then my uh, friends would kind of be included in there. But then uh, this is where the others would be involved, trying to reach out and help others the best way that I can. The number six is myself. And so I place myself at the bottom of the list because I want to try to have a uh, attitude of servanthood, of trying to serve others and not trying to be self-serving, not trying to be selfish. Now there's going to be times when I do have to take care of myself and make sure that I get what I need so that I can be able to then in turn be able to give to others. Uh, but as far as my main focus, it's going to be on others. And so we talked the, about those different things, about priorities. We talked about purpose. In episode number three, I spoke with uh, Mark Sievercrop, and we had a discussion about purpose, and so we shared uh, several different things, several different stories about purpose and what it means to us, and so I'm not going to rehash all of that, but we talked about the fact that purpose answers the question why. It gives us a reason to be able to go on in life, and it gives us a reason to do the things that we do. And we talked about the fact that our purpose needs to be bigger than ourself. And we can't have a purpose that is just something that's small. And if it's something that's small, we're going to get to the end of that. And then we're going to come to the place where we don't no longer have a purpose. We need to have a purpose that's bigger than us, bigger than ourselves. And then also uh, tying this in with Joshua, Joshua uh, definitely had a purpose that was bigger than himself. It wasn't just try to advance his own agenda or try to build himself. He was given a command. He was given the purpose from God to take the children of Israel and to lead them into the promised land and then to divide the inheritance. There was a huge purpose that he was given. And so that was something that was a driving force for his life and purpose can be able to drive us as well. The third thing that we had talked about was personal accountability. 
And we didn't talk about this directly related to this series, uh, but we did have uh, two episodes. Uh, we talked with John Miller and also with his daughter, Kristen Linding. And we talked about personal accountability. We talked about the QBQ, uh, specifically the book Parenting the QBQ Way. And so that was uh, a couple of great episodes there, a couple of great interviews, some great uh, insight that they gave as uh, as a result of that. And so, but we need to have that personal accountability in our life. We need to take responsibility for ourselves, for our actions, for the things that we say. And so we need to take that responsibility. But then also we we need to start asking better questions. We need to make sure that we are not blaming others, make sure that we're not trying to procrastinate. We try to avoid that victim thinking. And instead we try to ask those questions and to be able to focus on action and specifically action that we can take or more more accurately that I can take to be able to correct a solution or to be able to improve myself or whatever the situation happens to be that we find ourselves in. So we need to focus on that action and then to apply that to ourselves directly. We also had an episode number six. I was able to talk with Dave Stahoviak and we talked about core values and that ties in with uh, my my uh, series here uh, with this here and that is the idea of principles, being able to live by principle, live by the core values. So we need to have a set of principles or values that we live by. We need to have those established. They can guide us and help us and direct us to be able to make the decisions that we need to make. And so we need to uh, have these things. These are things that we don't negotiate on. These are more than just preferences for us. These are things that we set and we say, now, no matter what happens in my life, I'm not going to break these things. And so we need to establish things like that in our life. And sometimes these things take a little bit of time. Sometimes we have to deliberately sit down and on purpose decide what these principles are going to be, what these core values are going to be. And we need to be able to have that. And then the fifth thing that we had talked about in this series is preparation. And so we kind of got an uh, introduction to that last week with the interview with Chris Accurdo about preparing to go to an event. And so there's a lot more that goes into preparation. And so, I mean, uh, we need to prepare for all the different aspects of our life. And so when we have different projects at work or maybe we have a project at home that we're wanting to work on. Uh, but uh, but a lot of different uh, tactics and uh, advice that was given last week um, about preparation. And so we need to know why. And so that kind of ties back to having a purpose. That's kind of the first step to being able to make preparation. You need to be able to know why you're doing this, uh, whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. And then also you need to study. You need to be looking up and researching and try to find out more information so that you can be able to make the best decisions, so you can come up with a, a game plan, you can come up with various goals and things like that so that you can be able to uh, take the next step. And so as you're doing that, you need to take notes as well. And so try to take notes and then uh, specifically with uh, talking about events, trying to network. And the core of that is by giving and not by taking, not by receiving. So, but trying to give out to others. And so as you're studying, as you're taking notes, try to give out to others as well and try to uh, be a blessing to them. And so we talked about those different five things. So priorities, purpose, 
personal accountabilities, principles, and preparation. Uh, this week, I'd just like to talk just for a quick minute about potential. Potential, and so that's another key ingredient uh, to being able to uh, be able to have this life that Joshua exemplified in the fact that the Bible says that he left nothing undone, and that was potential. He realized the potential that he had, and the potential that he had wasn't as a result of just his hard work or the things that uh, he's capable of. It was uh, based on the gifts that God had given him, and so... One of the keys is that our potential is always bigger than we are now. And so we can look at our life now. It doesn't matter who we are or where we are in our stage of life. We can always make improvements. We always still have potential. And so even people that have uh, been working on growing themselves and uh, improving themselves for decades, there is still potential. They haven't quite reached their potential yet. And so it's always bigger than we are now. And so we should always be striving to reach our potential. We should always be trying to reach forth to what that is. And so always trying new things, always trying to stretch ourselves and trying to uh, make ourselves a little bit better than we are now. And so if we don't do that, if we don't try to reach for our potential, we're actually going to be wasting our life. We're going to be wasting the things that we could be doing. And so I have uh, with my, uh, I have an iPhone and on the plan that I have, I signed, the data plan that I signed up for is a, is a two gigabyte plan. And there's a lot of people I know that they just get the bare minimum plan and they just plan on using Wi-Fi for their services. A lot of what I do, I don't get uh, the privilege of having Wi-Fi at the time. And so I wanted to make sure I had enough to where I didn't have to worry about going over my limit or trying to limit myself. And so I got the two gigabyte plan. And there's been many times that I would get little warnings, little text messages saying, hey, I'm getting close to my limit. I'm, I'm at 65% of my plan. I'm at 85% of my plan. And I get those notes letting me know that I'm getting close to my limit. And at first, when I got that, I'm like, ooh, I got to start being careful. I, I don't want to go over. But then I started thinking about it. Well, I'm paying for the two gigabytes. So if I don't use it, I just lose it. It's not anything that rolls over to where I get to keep building it up. I either use it or I lose it. And so there's that potential that I have at that two gigabytes. And so if I were to only use half of a gigabyte, then I'm wasting one and a half gigabytes of data that I can be able to use. And so if I don't reach that potential, then it's just a waste. The same thing happens in our life as well. If we don't reach for the things that we could possibly do, there's a waste that takes place because we're not doing the things that we could be doing. We're not, uh, maybe it's financial, maybe we're not making the amount of money that we could be doing if we'd have put forth just a little bit of effort. And so it's a waste for us. And one thing that I think that a lot of people have, and I found myself stuck in this situation from time to time, is that we really have more potential than we think we do. There's too many times, too many, especially young people, uh, for some reason, they seem to, as they're younger, they seem to have infinite amount of potential. In their mind, they can do anything. They can be anyone they want to be. There's... Uh, there's no limit and so in their mind 
they they have no limits on that their potential is sky high it, it goes beyond the universe but as they grow up different influences in our life maybe it's teachers maybe it's parents maybe it's other uh, kids or friends that uh, maybe it's not even on purpose but for some reason that gets dwindled down and we happen to think that we're not able to do such and such we're not able i mean as, as kids we think oh i can be president of the united states and then as you start to grow up well maybe i can't be president i mean there's i mean how many people in the world have ever tried to be pre- i mean there's no way and you start to take away from the potential that you think you have and we but we have a lot more potential than we want to allow ourselves to think and so Going back again to the discussion we had about purpose is God does have a purpose for us. God has a plan for us. And you can look in scripture and there's numerous verses that talk about the fact that God's plans are so big for us that there's no way we can even fathom what he has in store for us. And so if God would even just kind of give us a glimpse of it, there's no way that we'd be able to take it in. And even if he were to show us the full potential that we have, we wouldn't believe it because it would just seem so great to us and so we would not be able to deal with that but our what we need to do is we need to focus on what we have now and just trying to improve just trying to get ourselves better we always have more potential to be able to reach for and so one of the areas that uh, i am trying to improve in is in my speaking and so normally in these episodes I try to do some editing I try to take out all the ums and the ahs and so I have a difficult time with that and so I've improved over the years but I still have some issues with that and I still have a long way to go to be able to take control of those and so normally I edit those out on this episode I'm not doing that I'm doing that on purpose as well Um, I'm doing this uh, for two main reasons. Uh, one thing is so I can try to see the progress that I'm making. And so because the, my first couple episodes, I didn't edit it out. And some people have made some comments, the fact that uh, the ums and the ahs are distracting as they were trying to listen and they ended up not listening to the content and they found themselves counting the ums and the ahs that I was saying. And so I started to go back and I started to edit my edit uh, edit my episodes from that point on just so I can try to take those out not to try to make myself sound better but so I can try to remove the distractions from the content and so I don't want to be a distraction from the content that is being presented especially as I was interviewing some people I didn't want that to be a distraction in that kind of situation there as people were listening to that and so I so I wanted to be able to see the progress that I was making but then also I don't want to rely on the crutch of being being able to edit. So I want to have that higher accountability. I want to be able to look at my episode and be able to say, okay, this is how the episode is going to go. I'm going to do this. And normally in my mind, I can have, I can have that just thing in the back of my mind. Okay, well, I get to edit all of these ums, all these ahs. And some of the different things like that, I can be able to edit those out to be able to make it uh, flow smoother, to be able to make it go a little bit better, and just so it sounds a little bit better so that people aren't distracted. And so I have that in the back of my mind, and so then I stop concentrating on speaking better 
and being able to try to speak clearly the first time instead of stumbling through it. And so I've come a long way, I believe, and so after I'm done with this episode, I'll listen to it and just so I can be able to see my improvement, be able to see how many ums and ahs I do, but then uh, hopefully I'll be seeing an improvement in that. And so, uh, kind of tying back, I've had a, a speech problem for uh, many years, and so as a child, I had a very bad stuttering problem. And so I, I used to have, I mean, I, I used to get really nervous in front of anybody. If I had a group of more than myself, then I got really nervous, and I tended to stutter quite a bit. And so the problem was so bad that I, in my school, when I was in, I uh, can't remember if I started in sixth grade or if it was seventh grade, but they enrolled me in some speech therapy so I can be able to start to learn to practice to be able to get over my stuttering. And so I was able to, uh, in the two or three years that I was getting those uh, lessons, getting that help, I was able to get over that stuttering problem at least for the most part, but I still held on to the ums and the ahs. And so I've, since that time, I've been slowly working on it. Uh, and so I think I've made some more progress uh, just doing this podcast. And so uh, if the ums and the ahs have been distracting in this episode, I do apologize for that, but I just wanted to try to make a demonstration of that and so kind of put myself out there and be able to show that. Uh, in the future, I will continue to do some editing. And so, but I wanted to try to take the opportunity to be able to show that here because I have potential of being able to speak well and being able to speak more smoothly. And so I want to try to reach that potential. And so took a little bit longer to go through those lessons that I had originally planned on. I figured I would go through these fairly quickly. Uh, but anyway, so the, these lessons here that, that I've done, going through uh, these things about leaving nothing undone, uh, so far we've covered six different things. And I have um, probably about ten more or so that I have on a, a list of, of things and notes jotted down. And I'm actually thinking about taking all of these and turning them into an ebook, and so and then being able to put that on on my site or even put it on Amazon uh, as a as a Kindle book. And so, if you would be interested in being able to have these lessons in that format to be able to have it in an ebook, uh, as I do that, I'll put some additional content in there. There'll be more stories. There'll be more than what's been shared just here on the podcast, plus there'll be the additional lessons as well, and so I think I have 15 altogether uh, that I that I have uh, outlined so far, and so I think I'm going to probably leave it at that, not to keep going and building, there's probably so many more things that I could do, but I think I'm going to leave it at 15 different things that we can work on to be able to model the life that Joshua had done for us. And so if that's something you'd be interested in, uh, I'd definitely like to hear back from you. So if you can leave me some feedback, even uh, either on the blog, uh, you can go to the show notes at simpleliving.us forward slash 008 as in episode eight, and that'll take you to the show notes. You can scroll down to the comments and be able to leave a comment for me and let me know that you'd be interested in getting that ebook. 
uh, or you can send me an email at feedback at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. And so you can be able to leave me a message there or also there's a voicemail button there on the website as well that you can be able to click and you can be able to leave a message for me that way. And so I'd like to be able to hear some feedback about that if you'd be interested in having an ebook uh, that would cover that. Moving on now to the thing that I promised that I would do and these are the action items that I have for the Entree Leadership event coming up. So based on the podcast and then also the different uh, blog posts last week uh, covering the different things about preparing for events. I came up with 10 action items. I probably could have listed more, but I figured I'd try to keep it to 10 and then I'll work on other things as well. And so, but these are kind of some prepper preparation, preparatory type of events or items that I could be able to do. And so the first action item that I have is to pray. And so I want to, I need to pray that God would be able to speak to me. I want to pray that God will give me wisdom as I go to the event and as I prepare, as I try to interact with some other people, that I would be able to get some wisdom to be able to apply the different principles that I learn and be able to put them into practice. And then also I'm going to pray that God will help me to be able to interact with people. And so I'm generally introverted by by nature. I'm generally pretty shy, tend to keep to myself. And so I need God's help to be able to help me to be able to step out of that and be able to interact with people a little bit more. And then also I'm going to uh, pray that God will help me to be able to pay attention so that I can be able to learn as much as I can. And then the next thing, uh, number two, is to identify my purpose for attending. And so I've, I've already done that. My main purpose for going to the event is so I can try to learn more about business, about, business, about leadership. And so I'm starting my own business, uh, Dead by JR, um, and that's where I'm trying to work on some website development and design and going into uh, similar things like that. And so I... I know some I know a decent amount about those things but I don't know much about the business aspect of it and so trying to improve myself in that business stuff and so so I can be able to improve myself there so that's my main purpose and also try to see if I can do some networking uh, in between and be able to try to make some connections with people and be able to um, maybe some people I can learn some things from or maybe some people that I can be able to offer some help to and so try to do some of the things. So those are my main purposes for attending. And then number three, ask others for advice. This is something that I've already been doing, uh, but I'm gonna, gonna, uh, going to continue to do this and to be able to ask if anybody else has any other advice for uh, attending events, but then also uh, if anybody has any business advice, marketing advice, and things along that nature. And so to be able to ask others for advice in that aspect. Uh, number four, it was suggested, and I went ahead and did that. And so number four is ordered business cards. And so I ordered a bunch of business cards, ended up getting, uh, originally I got 250 of them, ended up not really liking the design too much, and so I ordered some more. And now altogether I have 750 or so business cards, and so that's probably quite a bit of overkill for going to the event, but I have plenty of business cards to be able to go around. And I also went ahead and I got some other products that have my business logo on it. And so kind of to 
um, help spread my own brand and to be able to uh, advertise a little bit, I guess. And so I got some pens. I have a polo shirt with uh, my logo on it. And then uh, also I have a notebook that I got that has my logo on the front as well. And so just some simple things to be able to uh, kind of uh, put my branding out there a little bit. And so I did that. Number five, uh, it was suggested that I go through the entire Entree Leadership book. And so I have already read that book. I read that book back in the fall. And so I'm going now. Uh, and I went to the library and got the audio book for it. Uh, my time is kind of limited on the my reading time, and so I'm going to go ahead and take advantage of listening time as I'm in the uh, van driving back and forth to work in different places. I can be able to listen to it there and be able to try to consume as much of that just to kind of get that refreshed in my mind. And so I'm going to be doing that as well. Number six is to make sure my social media profiles and my about page are up to date. And so I've done a little bit of this already. And so my social media profiles are on Facebook and Twitter and then also LinkedIn. And so I'm going to be going through and just double checking, make sure everything is up to date, make sure everything uh, looks good on there. And then also go to the about page on my uh, blog and then also uh, tie that in with um, my business website and be able to make sure my about pages are correct there and up to date. The number seven is post something awesome on my blog. And so I think I post some pretty good stuff as it is, but I'm going to make sure I put a little bit of extra focus and attention into it and to make sure that I um, put some extra good stuff on my blog uh, here uh, that week of the event and then following it as well. Be able to have something there. I may try to put up some kind of uh, giveaway or some kind of uh, uh, something there to try to promote and be able to give away there. Uh, and so also with that, I'm going to be making some improvements on my business site. And so I've been slowly working on that. Uh, one sad thing about uh, people that work in web design, they focus so much on the client's websites that they tend to leave their own uh, behind and they don't uh, work on those very much. But I'm going to take the opportunity to be able to uh, work on those and so uh, work on work on my own sites and so I'll be able to get them up the par. Number eight uh, for my action items is to start making connections with attendees and so this is uh, something I started to do, haven't been able to do a whole lot. I've sent some tweets out to Dave Ramsey, to John Acuff, to Chris Hogan, and then also uh, leadership, or entree leadership, excuse me, and and so I send a little bit out there, and so I try to send some tweets to try to find other attendees, um, and the, the things that I've done so far hasn't brought in really much success yet. I put one, and actually uh, Chris Hogan uh, was kind enough to retweet. Uh, for me, and so I definitely appreciate that, but I haven't been able to make any connections with any people that are actually going to the event. And so uh, try to see if I can try to establish a little bit of a relationship there. And so I'm going to try to do some more here this week and next week uh, preparing for the event. And so as I get a little bit closer, uh, as I as I was talking with Crystal Curdle last episode, he suggested that one thing I could do is to set up a group or set up uh, some sort of page on Facebook to be able to try to direct people to, to be able to try to uh, share some of these things. So I did that, and I set up a Facebook 
group there to be able to try to share resources, to be able to try to share ideas, to try to connect uh, with different people that are going to be going to the event. And I've even opened it up for people that have gone to previous Entree Leadership uh, events or people that uh, maybe would like to be able to go to them in the future. And so I have uh, I have that set up. I don't have the uh, direct address with me. It's a little more complicated to be able to say over audio anyway. And so I'm not I wasn't able to get a, a very short, easy um, name to be able to put with that. So in the show notes, there'll be a link to that group if you're interested in jumping over there and joining that group to try to share some ideas and try to connect there. And so, um, so I'm trying to do those things that are trying to make the connections with other attendees. Number nine, when I go to help uh, at the event, I'm going to plan on working. And so I mentioned in the last episode that I have the privilege of being able to go the day before the event and be able to uh, help out um, in setting things up. And so I'm going to be doing that. And so when I go there, I'm going to try to focus on making sure I give what I can to be able to get things set up during those couple hours and being able to focus on the work that needs to be done, trying to make everything uh, the best that it can be so that um, I can try to uh, be a blessing to them. And then number 10, uh, try to get to the event as early as possible. And so the doors open at 8 on that Friday and so that's April the 19th on Friday it opens up at 8 the event starts at 9 and so my plan is to be there by 8 o'clock so I can be one of the first people in there to be able to try to absorb as much as I can and be able to then also be able to start on the networking and be able to get everything uh, prepared mentally for uh, the event of the day and so those are uh, the 10 action items I have for myself preparing for entree leadership And so hopefully those are some things that can be of a help and a blessing to you as you try to uh, plan for different events that you may attend, uh, maybe specifically for Entree Leadership, but maybe it's uh, some other event as well. And so some things that um, maybe give you some ideas of things that you can try to do. And so if you, again, if you want any other uh, resources or ideas, you can go back to the blog. You can go back to episode seven and be able to listen to the interview with Chris Licurdo. And so you can be able to find some uh, some more things there as well. Also on my blog, uh, to kind of go along with this, I've actually dedicated, uh, put a new tab on the top on the menu bar there for Entree Leadership. And so I'm uh, putting the different blog posts and um, podcasts that are talking about preparing for the event and for different things related to Entree Leadership. I'm going to share some things at the event or the things that I learned from the event, and so some different things like that. And so that'll be all gathered together there for people that want to go there. That can kind of be a one-stop shop for all this information as well. And so I would encourage you to go back and listen to the other podcast episodes if you haven't done that as well. And so some definitely great um Uh, episodes that we've had and so this is again number eight so we've had in the first one I gave just some kind of introduction to myself and to the show what it's going to be all about and the second episode I was able to speak with Matt McWilliams about the thank you revolution and that thank you revolution has been taking off he's been getting a lot of feedback about that a lot more people are jumping the bat in the bandwagon of giving thank you notes and writing um 
uh, or even than just uh, a little card of it. There's even been some handwritten letters that people have sent to each other. I've had someone send me a handwritten letter, and so that was uh, such a blessing to be able to get that and be able to have that opportunity to be able to share the time with the person with that. Uh, the third episode, um, as I mentioned before, is with Mark Sievercrop, and we talked about purpose. The fourth episode was with John Miller talking about parenting the QBQ way, uh, the new book that he has coming out, and so sharing several things about that. The fifth episode was with his daughter, Kristen Linding, and so uh, talking about her experience uh, growing up in the QBQ home and some of the things that she learned, some of the things that she's implementing now in her life with her children. And then episode number six was with Dave Stahoviak. And we talked about core values, and in that also he kind of made some differentiation between core values and mission statements and having a vision and different things like that. And so, but just the importance of being able to have those core values. And then, of course, uh, episode number seven was preparing for events with Chris Curto. And so it's such a great discussion that we were able to have with that. And so those are uh, definitely episodes that I would encourage you to go back and listen to if you haven't already. And so that's been good. And so I just in closing here, just want to leave some uh, open it up for feedback. Again, if you'd like to be able to leave a comment or a question for me, I'd love to hear from you. And so you can go to the show notes at simpleliving.us forward slash 008. And so you can go there and you can, of course, find uh, different links to the different uh, episodes and blog posts that I mentioned. And then you can also scroll down a little bit further. You can be able to leave your comment or question in the comment section down there. So I'd appreciate the uh, interaction there. Uh, if you'd like to, you can also send me an email. You can go to um, send that to feedback at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Or uh, even on, on the um, blog itself, there is a feedback button there on the menu bar. And you can be able to click that and send me a, a note that way as well. And then also on the blog, over on the right side, uh, there is a little voicemail um, button over there. You can be able to click on that and you can be able to send me a voicemail. And so you can just speak right into your uh, phone or to your computer, uh, whichever you're using, and you can be able to send me a short voicemail. I can't remember what the limit is. It's uh, 60 seconds or maybe 90 seconds, so you can be able to leave a voicemail there for me if you'd like to do that. And also you can find me on Twitter at Joshua W. Rivers. And so uh, I've been having quite a few people starting to follow me there, and I've been following them back as well. And so I definitely appreciate um, everyone that's been trying to connect with me and trying to interact that way. So I definitely want to say a thank you to each and every one of you that uh, has been faithful to follow me and to be able to listen to these. I hope that all this has been a blessing. If it has, I do ask that you would share this with your friends, your family, share this with your social circles. And so there's links on the web page and then also with your, um, if you're listening on, um, on either iTunes or on Stitcher, uh, I believe there are some buttons there that you can be able to click on to be able to uh, share that as well. And so I'd love to be able to uh, share this information with other people so that they can be able to get the benefit as well. With that, we're going to go ahead and sign off for today. Hopefully next week, the next episode, we should have another interview. Um, and so looking forward to that. And then the week after that, uh, I should have some feedback 
from the Entree Leadership uh, event. And so I'll be sharing some things with that. I don't know exactly if the whole episode is going to be about that or if I'll just share some of that uh, at the beginning of the episode. But uh, definitely want to stay tuned and looking for that. And again, I hope you have a great day and thank you very much.